1: First of all um just to anyone listening you can skip past and uh you can jump forward if we start to ramble like just you know pop pop it up
0: 10 seconds or whatever you
1: you can also listen to it in like one and a half speed or two speed it's
0: like so we sound like
1: chipmunks or whatever yeah so you can get through a lot
0: more i'm gonna try that next time that sounds yeah
1: so that way you can listen to it in record hey dave if it's an hour (laughs) long then it's only 30 minutes um so you'll be happy to know yeah I love good news. <laughs> Here's the me. good news. And I don't think, I was going to keep this as a surprise for everyone. Is this about your post? You posted something somewhere and
0: Devin sent it to me. Oh,
1: no? Yeah. No? yeah. Should I something Should I else? just leave that? No, okay. What's your surprise? What's your... Oh, I was just going to get my hair cut.
0: Oh, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. What I was, yeah. <laughs>
1: So what is that? Yes. Yeah, she yes. sent me this thing. It's like Johnny's gonna get his haircut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think and I'm gonna, gonna get my saying, haircut. Yeah. So I'm proud of you. I know. I knew. I knew you would be. And I, I know you're. You're doing it in spite
0: of my feelings. Like it's it's like my I, this my has joy been in spite of your of your feelings. Yes. You know, like my joy in your haircut is like painful. Like, like you you really don't. Yeah, I know.
1: I know how you feel. Well, so here's the here's the thing. So at first it was I was just like, I'm not fucking going because I don't want to get COVID. Mm-hmm. Sure. And they they were just closed. Right. That was things impossible. just didn't like for exist. For a year it was impossible <laughs> to get a haircut. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was like you had to go, people were getting raked over the coals online for going and getting haircuts. Right. Right. Yeah. Um and and then in 2021, somewhere in April, I was gonna get a haircut. Mm-hmm. And my barber wouldn't respond to my texts. And mm. I was like, what's up? Like, Rob, he's not getting back to me. And so I finally got a hold of the barbershop and he passed away. I don't damn. know what from. He was a young man. He had a family. He had kids. Like, super tragic and yeah, sudden. he wasn't old. And no, he was, he was younger than me. And so I was like, damn, that sucks. You know, well, I'm not getting a haircut now. I mean, That's I don't know that, if it yeah. was in... in, in Covid in, or anything else in, and we i don't, don't know. know what it was but i don't still, know i didn't terrifying. ask i mean i'm gonna go and find out i guess yeah. i'll ask but it's not really important yeah necessarily what's well, like a knuckle tattoo at this point you know it's like <laughs> it's just there it's it's there and it's just yeah you're
0: cool with it right because you're cool and you love it i'm but, cool with it yeah. yeah but it's gonna be hard to find a job and people are
1: judging you and you know it's <laughs> yes, well and it, your hair
0: has become a knuckle
1: tattoo it doesn't bother yeah but it has it hasn't affected my job no that yeah, I know you wear of. like a little ponytail, but I pull it back in a bun. Thank you very much. Bun, sorry, yes. Pony- we don't say ponytail. Well, you know, it, it could say ponytail, but I don't, it's not a ponytail. Ponytail implies that it's hanging off. Okay, I wrap it up,
0: All I right.
1: tie it up tight in a bun, and right. then pull okay. it back. For those of you that have ponytails, it's a, there's, a distinction. there's a distinction. You right. can ask For anybody those of us out of this realm of yes, ponytails you and buns, know.
0: we don't know the difference or care. Uh, they are one or the other. You
1: don't know because you don't buns. have to deal with it. No. you should ask the people in your lives who have ponytails and buns. Should I they go really through? invest yes.
0: myself? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, you won't invest in any time in editing, but no, I won't. We're we gonna... were just Yeah, we were just saying rambling on. Right. because um, we're not going to edit this. You're no. going to have to sit through And in. a lot of po- podcasts, if you listen, they will edit out every um, every ah, every pause. This just sounds like a bombardment. Like you want like if you're listening to a
0: conversation, there's natural cadence and mm-hmm. pauses and you know these spaces and your brain to soak in the energy like you don't just do that right i don't know um nobody talks like that
1: no but you can you can fast forward so i'm gonna get a haircut i guess whenever this is out i won't have gotten it yet but so but it was funny is that whenever i mention this to somebody you're the exception because i won't have gotten it
0: yet so you're speaking because by the time
1: this is released on sunday you still will not have gotten correct
0: what a weird little
1: I won't yeah. have gotten it yet when you're listening to this, yeah. but I will be getting it. So, by the someday, next episode, someday. I won't have had it yet, yeah. Because we're recording. Pre-tet, whatever. It is, anyway. Isn't that it's fascinating. It's is, precept. Yeah. Is that, what's, is that from the uh, um, Philip K. Dick Precepts no, no, in the Minority no. Report? The, the, oh, those the are women precogs. in the, pre-cogs. Pre-Cogs. Yeah. No. Speaking of which, you left your Philip K. Dick book in my car and some cocktail recipes you might want back. From When I was in Hawaii
0: I left a book Oh Cause Mark gave me back The Yeah it's in My backseat of my dude, car uh, Robots dream of electric sheep Or yes. something like that Yeah That's right
1: um, Anyway So yeah I'll get a haircut I'm proud of you It's gonna look great The only thing is What's interesting is You are the exception um, In that I've told both men and women mm-hmm. Like whenever I put it out there Online And they're like Oh no, no, no. The women tell me to uh, Tell me to do it Mm-hmm the men say don't do it Mm -hmm. almost exclusively huh except for you so it'll be like men will be like don't do it i mean you gotta i also i don't
0: spit or you know i'm kind of i'm not saying i'm a girl but i have a lot of female friends
1: Mm -hmm. i think it's a little more i don't know dudes are gross well i don't i can't speak for you're one of my only male friends I don't know these all these dudes who say this, but it just would come. Up, they're like, "No, it looks great on you," or um, "It suits you," or um, "I think there's that should worry you." <laughs> that your best friend tells you you look like a serial killer, and everyone else says it suits you. Um, so it was just an interesting psychological experiment. Yeah, questionnaire. Uh, I don't know, and I was just like, and I wonder if people vicariously want to just go ahead and let their hair grow but for whatever reason they can't whether they don't have it or they're too I bald know. or their job won't allow it their life mm-hmm. won't allow it maybe I can see the beard thing being like that when I had when I was growing my
0: beard out because like 20... the mask I wouldn't have been able to do it without the mask mandate you know what I mean mm-hmm. like, because most places you can't be growing a beard you mm-hmm. either have to have the beard or not have the beard or be clean shaven every day you can't be like scruffy and be like no I'm just growing it right like you can't be in the middle of a beard um yeah unless so, you have a mask
1: and then it's like yeah there's a beard under here don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> well that was the thing is that uh, well, also i wasn't working mm-hmm. because of one of the lockdowns or the shutdowns or whatever and then also because of the mask i was like fuck it i'm not i'm not growing i'm not shaving at all yeah. I, like you probably trim this at some point i do i was we i talked about you that remember me the but tooth i had it like thing, remember the... yeah i yeah. had it out to here that's yeah, bushy and people, guys were thing. like, that's great. You should keep it. And I was like, I think I'm going to shave it. And they're like, no, it looks awesome. And so... Is there some... Uh, <laughs> I just, I don't know what the psychology is. Homosexual
0: tendencies? Like, this borderline man love? I don't know. know. I'm, not, I'm not saying, you know, that they're all closet. But, you know, this idea that, you know, was it the Kinsey scale or whatever? There's like, mm-hmm. like nobody's totally straight and nobody's mm-hmm. totally gay. So... Sure. I mean, there's, I don't know. manly men around here. It's just... Want they got to see more more men. There's, yeah, there's, like... Well, yeah, but you look really good in a beard, man. Like, uh... I, I don't
1: know. know. I'm
0: not gay or nothing, but...
1: I don't know. I mean... Pretty, you look pretty awesome. There could be something to it. I just think that there's, like, this vicarious element to like it. That truck. people are, like... They feel that they have to shave. They have mm. to get a haircut. It is required. And when somebody doesn't, it feels... It was very freeing in some ways. Yeah, I miss my face. I mean, I only have a beard because my girlfriend so likes it. So shave it.
0: Oh, well, there, there well, you go. she likes it, yeah. So it's... Mm. And I don't really care now that it's it's grown out and it's not itchy anymore. Right. Like my face is, was it the difference in mm-hmm. potentiation or potential or whatever? The brain isn't recognizing it anymore as a nuisance.
1: Does that, That's good. Does, yeah. does,
0: does that word salad mean anything to you? No, yeah. That's yeah. Com- I mean. Like your brain is designed to you're tune used to things out. Like you don't feel your clothes
1: all the time. You don't I mean, see you your would, nose. Right. You would, Even yeah. though you're looking at it right exactly, now. Yeah, the perception. Of, yeah. <laughs> as we both squint each right? eye. Check, check. Which um, one? So yeah, it was just interesting to me, and I grew my hair out for as long as I wanted to, and I'm getting it cut when I want to, and you know, like, whatever. Yeah. And it just is time, and I've spent a lot of money on conditioner. I mean, I'm <laughs> personally... Well, I started going to the dollar store because I didn't want to spend fucking $9 on well, Dove. do need... No, I feel like conditioners. you know... When you have easy. hair like this, let me just tell you again... <laughs> Oh wow. Please finish this up. <laughs> Wrap that statement in Listen, a little bow. You, you ladies. When you have know. hair like this
0: you don't just buy a four dollar. You fucking... can't just
1: get the two for one,
0: buddy. But I've actually heard from like uh friends of mine that have gone to like a nesthetician school or mm-hmm. hair school, like mm-hmm. that like Suave is one of the better ones. Like they have mm-hmm. fewer chemicals that are bad. Like a lot of them have um floor wax chemicals and like really messed up things, but Suave is inexpensive and
1: you know quite good for you so i started getting white rain which is another cheap one Mm -hmm. because i'm using a lot of it because it gets tangled yeah and you have to like condition it to get the tangles out johnny snarls (laughs) he sneaks in you can't just get the two for one you can't just get the body wash i used to just use bar soap when i had hair like yours yeah like that's it just i didn't have Shampoo well, I, I just use
0: shampoo. I mean, no. that's I don't have bar soap. I just have just shampoo. That and you does, shampoo everything? That does everything. Yes. Yeah. I shampoo all of the hair. I wonder if you could just use dish soap. <laughs> I mean, you probably could. I feel like it's it's harsher. Like it's right. designed. The pH like it has more acidity, or maybe Abrasive? alkaline. I don't know. Well,
1: yeah. Cut through oil.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you want some oil left on your body. You want it to be yeah. too dry, dried out. Um, Are we rambling again? Should we get into
1: my amazing? Well, yes, yeah. I do want to get oh, you into your amazing something? story. Um, no, uh, I do. I do want to get into your story I here. Want to wrap up your I, story. I just want to finish finish okay. talking about my hair. I, was, um, I'm, I have a phobia now because I listened to our last one, and it was just. You
0: need to stop worrying about. You are not the judge of this. I was listening, and I was uh-huh. just like, "Oh my god!" We
1: were just talking about this Asian not... people for like twenty minutes, and it was just—it was painful. So you so want to you want to stay focused? I understand. So yes, I'm getting a haircut. I just thought everybody should right, know. Yeah. Um, I will announce it to the world. The, the rising cost of conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> Supply well, chain did no, Well, yes, COVID and um, all, of all of the above. Case. Well, yeah. I was getting like nine dollar conditioner at first. Jesus Christ! Because it's really good. All right, there, princess. <laughs> I <could not laughs> but gosh, I couldn't yeah. afford it anymore, so <laughs> no. I started going to the dollar store. Pretty good. And which also you can get you can get sardines for cheap there. It's worse than a cocaine habit. (laughs) (laughs) It is. So I was getting cheap sardines, and then they had some non-GMO tofu at the dollar store. Thank God at the (laughs) dollar store. So I was getting some (laughs) dollar store tofu and sardines. Fuck, man. Um, it's a strange life. What do you want me to say? Yeah, spiraling out of control. (sighs) It seems like. There's some good stuff at the dollar store. There
0: is. I like going there now. Good things.
1: Did I tell you I want to do a um. It's a weird place. Everything is sticky. It smells weird. Well, I want to do a photo shoot or a photo um, project <laughs> and go to all the dollar stores around the country and take pictures of the different review. items. You a review. Do a do- the dollar review. I would love to do like a YouTube channel dollar store review. I think you're going to have to fund it yourself <sighs> and then
0: like get reimbursed somehow. Like once you do it and you get your 10 million viewer followers, then you
1: get advertised so on So YouTube. it has to be... Yeah, you're gonna have nobody's gonna front you this. Cat. A passion project. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I think people would watch. I think there's there's a fascination with this stuff. I think. Well, I mean, what was his name? The rapper from Seattle that did that song. Macklemore about Macklemore. The store? Yeah, yeah. Dollars
0: in my pocket, I'm looking for a come
1: up. This is fucking awesome. Exactly. <laughs> um So, so pivoting over, buttons on I was socks. thinking about what you said. Your your big news. Um, And I was also thinking about where I had heard of this person first was from the movie Swingers. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, I mean, we were,
0: that's back when we were wearing our salad days.
1: Were they though? Were we really? Those
0: were our salad days, my <laughs> friend. And we knew it. that we spoke of it as our salad days. Because we were wearing our little suits the next day and our wife beaters and...
1: I was wearing like some bowling shirts. There were some bad we outfits. We looked good, Did no, we? no. At the time, we looked awesome. Our at the sh- time, two tone wingtips, and we'd go out dancing in mean, fluvogs and cuffed jeans. I, I, everybody thought I was very rockabilly. I didn't like. You were a little on the rockabilly side, but that was dope too. Like we were fucking, we were ballers.
0: But I wasn't was like awesome.
1: hardcore into the scene. I we just all had like, the like the look. going out, chains. chain wallets.
0: And we would, um, Yeah, we had the bowler hats, the pig pork pies and the I didn't wear hats Oxford as much, but I did You didn't Comb no, my hair a we'll lot get, Yeah, you had the Pomping pomade over. thing Yeah, yes. you had the pomp And yeah um, You either had the hair or you had the hat like, Right But I mean, all of us Like, that's how right. we rolled I have that picture Have you seen that picture? I just mm-hmm. found it again Like, all of us at your house Like, I'm like right in front I'm like 17 or 18 Just like You should post I it. think I'm wearing Schwabi's shirt With like the weird he... I didn't have a shirt that night like a brown jacket sounds like you right but like yeah there's um fuck uh dexter's in it um mm-hmm. ben that weird drug dealing kid jerry
1: yeah coda everybody everybody's in that picture lucky's in the back and god bless those weird drug dealing kids every 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 crew needed one <laughs> and um weird skinny you of, know like, the ponytail yes um but, so, Swingers, the movie Swingers, yeah. I remember, like, it was so awesome, and we're like, so oh, money. you're so money, so money. You're
0: so money, baby. You don't, my, my, you don't even
1: know. My boy's all growns up. You're like you're um, like this bear. <laughs> you're like, you're, there's this little rabbit in front of you. You just, you can't even, you don't even know, like, now this Now, this, this is all Vince Vaughn that we're quoting, and right. he's probably the most quotable part of that movie. He's Sure, well, because he's, his buddy, the guy, right. uh,
0: who's like the star of the movie, really, mm-hmm. um, was more well, of an introvert, so yeah, he didn't Mikey. really talk.
1: Right. Yeah, he wasn't really. Um, and vocal. so this is this is where we 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 all discovered John Favreau. The world discovered yeah. John Favreau, who went on to direct Iron Man and Ooh. fucking The Mandalorian. He breathed life back into the Star Wars franchise, Star Wars, after, which I haven't seen, but I've heard is actually really good. It's fucking awesome. It's really well written.
0: And fuck Disney for sticking its giant Mickey Mouse dick into Star Wars and trying to <laughs> kill it and rape it to death. But John Favreau has single handedly
1: breathe life back into the franchise I feel um he did a movie called Chef if you haven't seen it I've seen it and it's a little sentimental but it's very good is it a little sentimental I thought it was dope as fuck like it was it was pretty true to like I re- okay maybe I, I, mean, I remember over,
0: like dealing with reviewers and like all the asshole shit and like you know the hours that it takes and the, the toll that the job takes on your family like he's yeah. you know, trying to keep his family together and deal with his wife and son and all this stuff and
1: It's been a while since I've seen it, but I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. I did. I just was trying to be honest about my assessment of the movie, and I just felt like maybe it was a little sentimental, but maybe I would watch it now and be like, it's perfect. But I remember loving it. Well, there's no such thing as perfect, is there? Goodfellas is probably the perfect movie.
0: Every single scene. Did
1: you know that it has a sequel? No. Yeah. My Blue Heaven that's and you're not wrong I've Dude, heard it, M- I've, My 11 is yes. technically a
0: sequel to that which is so weird because Rick Moranis. <laughs> it was supposed to be it was going to be a serious one right right and then yeah. and then uh, Martin Steve, Steve Martin. Martin came along and was just like no this is going to be hilarious I'm going to his take on it on the character from Martin
1: Scorsese to Steve Martin
0: yeah
1: Um Martin and Martin and, but so Favreau did that movie Chef, which I really liked. He's got another one on. He's got a show on Netflix where he does food stuff. Right, right. It's kind of like, yeah, it's it's like they made the movie and now there's a sh- TV show, and the, a lot of the guys from the movie are in it, like mm-hmm. the chefs and stuff are in the TV show. And, and I was on Instagram when John Favreau started his Instagram page, and I remember because John Favreau you were on followed the me. Floor of his Instagram? Well, <laughs> no, not I mean yeah, I wasn't, but whenever he came Look online. At you. <laughs> I just remember that he followed me on Instagram for some reason I was like what the fuck I was like is this real is this legit his assistant accidentally clicked on you so they yeah <laughs> basically because later not like that day or something but at He's some point it was un- he had unfollowed <laughs> me yeah um, so I was part of the uh, aftermath of whoever had to clean up his Instagram page. He might have done it at first, I think. He fired his assistant. The new assistant right. was like, what the, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Basically. But I just remember being excited. I was like, ooh, John Favreau's following fuck, me? yeah. You know, he's got several hundreds of thousands of followers. And, you know, he's yeah. a big foodie guy. And Well, yeah, um, I mean, he's a celebrity. Yeah, he's a celebrity. Right. He's a big Hollywood Which is producer, why, I mean, director. so
0: so the reason we're talking about him is mm-hmm. he came to eat at my restaurant but it was a it was a you know it was a private wedding event and he was a guest at this wedding and i didn't approach him nobody approached him it wasn't like oh my god like there's no cuz like i said he's a celebrity and i feel like for for everyone it is not just celebrities your job is it's part of your life right like if you go to a bar and somebody's like oh nice to meet you what do you do i'm a lawyer oh you're a lawyer I have a question for you. If I had a blah blah blah, mm-hmm. you know, my neighbor's building a fence, or my grandmother has a, right. a contractor, it's like you know, whatever it is. Or oh, you're a chef. Well, what would you say about? And they start asking you questions about your profession, and it's like cool. So now I have to work. You know, like you're at a bar, it's your day off, or wherever it is, or I'm at a party and I'm meeting you at a cocktail party, and you're like, oh, you're in a you're a bartender. Well, do you have any good recipes, or what do you think of this drink, or what's your favorite drink, or what do you like to make? And it's just like cool. And like I came to this cocktail party really hoping to talk about what I do for a living. And it's kind of th- annoying. And celebrities, right. it's his day off. You know what I mean? Like he does what he's doing, but his fame's th- a little bit different than your job. I don't. I don't. I disagree because it's because it is his job. It's like my girlfriend works from home, right? She's like she mm-hmm. has a computer job. She works for this tech company, mm-hmm. and so. Well, that's great she doesn't have to like go to the office she doesn't have like all these hours but that also means that like at 10 o'clock at night on a sunday she'll get a text about a party coming up in a month like hey this font doesn't work or they cancel this thing and she has to go to work you know what i mean so that kind of sucks that she has to work on off hours and that's some jobs and that's like celebrity like but they still should have their own human private time like he's with friends and family at this little event sure and and it you know, like what, yeah, if he's going out, he's going to go to the grocery store, he could probably, he could just send an assistant. He has people in his life that can just do that. So he knows if he's going to go jean shopping, there's going to be somebody who's going to be like, oh my God, Mr. Favreau, I'm a huge fan. Like, can we get a picture? And that's kind of his job, too. Like, as part of his brand, you know, it's like to sell his
1: movies, to sell all his things. Like, that's just kind of part of it. You don't think, you don't you think, think there's, there's any, up for that. You don't think there's any part of him that, but enjoys? there's got to be. Of course, being approached, of course, and yes, adored and absolutely, appreciated,
0: sure, and, and and like everyone's ego, like when I go to cocktail party, they're like, "Oh my gosh, you're a bartender." Yeah, a little part of me kind of enjoys talking to them. Mm-hmm. I don't go, "Oh my god, is talk about this fucking but, cocktail again." Yeah, part of me enjoys respect. talking about my creativity and the things that I've come up with in my cocktail competitions. Like you know, like there's a there is a certain amount of joy. We do what we love because we love doing it, right? Right. So it's not a total hardship for the man but he also deserves his time to just be a guy at a wedding who doesn't want to be bothered by people you know which is why i didn't like fan out like or geek fangirl is that what they call it? fanboy you can fan, be a i fanboy. didn't i didn't i didn't fanboy on him you know but he did he did <sighs> he was really cool he was i guess going to you know hitting the restroom or whatever And their our kitchen is like right there and he just kind of ducked in and was like, hey, guys, thanks. Like, the food is really awesome. You guys are great. And one of the chefs was like, oh, my God, Mr. Favreau. We like we love you. And, like, pulled him in. Yeah. <laughs> so he took a picture with the kitchen. Nice. No, he was super gracious and awesome. Like, that's good. And he probably would have been cool if I'd asked him, but I didn't want to. I felt
1: like the man deserved his. If he had been a dick, would we be talking about it right now? Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm still not going to um, mention where I work, but. No, no, no. Um, well, that's great yeah that's awesome no and he and I, yeah. that's why I think fame's a little bit different because and you're right it is part of your job also you're doing a job which is probably not to bother guests in right. any way that's true yeah um
0: but we weren't instructed not to bother him, but nobody right. knew he was coming either like they weren't right. like hey by the way we're doing Favre's this thing, coming. Don't. don't look him in the eye like when <laughs> Beyonce came to the fucking Fairmont and they're like don't look her in the eye don't be in the same room with her really they yeah. said that I didn't yeah. know
1: Beyonce was at the Fairmont
0: yeah Oh. It was awkward and weird. Because, well, cause, didn't I tell this story with a guy? No. So she was there at the Fairmont. I don't and, know. And, you know, we're not allowed to have glass by the pool, right? So they'd given us this thing. beyonce going to be there. Don't look at her. Don't be around her. Like, if she comes in the room, you need to excuse yourself and go. She's, because, you know, just, just go. She has her bodyguard people that are going to be with her and her assistants that are going to be doing things for her. But, like... If she had walked into the bar, I would have to stand there and serve her, obviously. But right. like like if you don't if you're not supposed to be there, just go. But anyway, so this guy comes in and he's like, Yeah, could I get a beer? I'm like, sure. And I served him this glass of beer and then I saw him go out that side door like he's going towards the pool and I was like, Oh shit. So I ran out there to stop him like with a plastic cup, because we have to switch him into plastic, right? And we were dead, it was just me. So I run out to the pool area with this plastic cup and it's you know, there's no people around, but I look I'm looking around for this guy and I see this Beyonce, Beyonce with like these two guys in tuxedos, like she's sitting in the sun in a like green bikini. Like, mm-hmm. and, oh my god, she was gorgeous! But then these two guys in suits, like black suits, next <laughs> to these poor guys, bodyguard, just, yeah, standing yeah. in the sun. Like, come on, buy them a seersucker suit, you know? Like Beyonce, if you're listening to this podcast for whatever reason, get
1: your fucking hitmen or what I'm... do you call them? <laughs> bodyguards? Bodyguards. I'm sure they get paid very well to stand in the sun. Sure, but. You don't think she they could should,
0: be... But she could be cool about it. Get him a little, you know... Get him a, a linen suit linen for the something. summer. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so I looked around and I was like, did you guys see a guy? And I looked over and then I registered who it was. I was like, never mind. Sorry to bother you. <laughs> and what about... I um, backed out slowly and ran away, but... <laughs> so you didn't, saw didn't get tired. Yeah. No.
1: Um, what about the time that you and I both uh, said hi to Kenny Banya? Banya. Yeah. So I think it was... It wasn't New Year's Eve, was it? It was New it Year's, was New yeah, Year's was New Eve. It was New Year's Eve. Yeah. At and we're not months, supposed to we were not we were instructed not to talk to celebrities. Right. And but so, I couldn't help it. So Kenny Banya is a character on Seinfeld. Um Gold don't know. Jerry,
0: it's gold. Yes. That's gold, Jerry. Old
1: teen. Should be called <laughs> round teen. Yeah, he's a very he's a he's what what the it's what the uh in Yiddish in, in Jewish communities you would call the nudge. Oh, okay. That yeah. would be the type of person he is. He's a nudge. Um but and his name is uh <laughs> Steven Heitner, I think. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but um, on the old Google, you got Google, my, my Google. My phone um, I think it's Stephen Heitner. I think the listeners could Google it. If yeah. They cared yeah, if they care. But I wasn't going to do anything, and then you said, "I'm going to go over there. I got to say something." I don't care. Yeah, I, I was like, care.
0: I don't care if they fire. Me. Well, I just worked like three doubles or something. Yeah, like, yeah, right. You're like, like they're they so need me. short staff. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to get fired for this. And I went over because Danny, our friend Danny, DK is like. A huge
1: Seinfeld fan. He records. His,
0: he probably still records them if they come on TV.
1: I mean, he has the he, DVDs. He, he owns the box on Hulu or whatever they're on. Right. He's got the. He has VHS tapes with yeah. all the commercials. Like with the eight-hour tapes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just keeps recording mm-hmm. episodes
0: over him. But uh, yeah, so I was like, I got it, and I so I went up. I was like, Miss, you know, I think I called him Mr. Banya because I didn't. You know might have his seen name. Didn't know his name. I didn't know his name. I was like Mr. Banya, uh I'm so sorry. I'm just a, my buddy in Seattle is a huge fan of Seinfeld we all love you we think you're hilarious
1: can i get a quick photo just to send to him for christmas and he's like oh yeah 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 he was great yeah he and so me. i did the same thing because i would think i was also very trepidatious i don't think i had worked the three doubles that you had and didn't give a fuck <laughs> but then i was like oh i want one too <clears throat> um did you watch a lot of um mtv growing up fuck yeah do you remember 120 minutes was that it was later on, Brown? Or no, this was a little bit after this. His name was Matt Pinfield. Mm-hmm. He was a short, bald guy. He kind of had a gruff voice and talked about new music. That oh, sounds vaguely familiar, but now he hmm. was he was at the Fairmont. Oh yeah, one time, and I yes. I was like, I have to talk to you. And I told him, and I was like, man, you were the reason I listened to so much cool music back then. I mean, that was the only way to get it. That was there yeah, was no MTV was there's no awesome. there was no internet, and so like if you were watching 120 minutes, that's where all the cool shit was. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, MTV came out, like it just played on our TV. He gave me his phone number. I still have his phone number. He had a little too much wine with him and his girlfriend, as people often do, whatever. You still have it? Yeah, I still have it. (laughs) So. Let's go to LA. Let's go on that. (laughs) Well, he's, I think he does a, a radio show in San Francisco, actually. No shit. Um but well, so he probably listens to this then I, should I send it to him he's listening right now I'll send it to him but anyhow That's so I happen. made him reservations for brunch the next day at the El Dorado kitchen oh, and he never showed up well, no he never showed up <laughs> I he texted ever, him he didn't remember I don't know what happened maybe he got too drunk and didn't know maybe they had to leave early yeah. maybe he was just like I don't I don't yeah maybe he's, he's like drunk I don't, enough to give you his personal <laughs> he was probably too drunk to show up for brunch the next morning so I mean no I didn't offense. feel I no that. I didn't feel hurt I was just like at first I was like, dude, Matt Pinfield gave me his fucking phone number. And then the next day when he didn't show up for brunch after I made the reservation and he never got my text back, I was like, he just, whatever. Who was like, that
0: crazy guy that came into the Fairmount with like all those, he was like a uh, security guy who gave us Barbara Walters' phone
1: number. That was years ago at the Belmar and that mm-hmm. guy had, a, his name was Phil Collins, is that right? I think that sounds right. Philip Collins or yeah. something like that, is that right or no? I mean that sounds right, but I don't know. That's why I'm asking. It was you. really odd that he yeah. had a name that sounded like Michael somebody Bolton else's. It was something Collins. like that. <laughs> but yes, he he gave you Barbara Walters' phone number. Yeah, we but never, you never used it. it. No, no, we we got scared. We got scared a couple. Well, we we almost did it a couple times. Probably. Yeah, I don't think. Do you still I think have I, st- it? I. Well, I I know I have Matt Pinfield's phone number. Yeah, um, He's like, yeah, I know. I
0: did security for Barbara Walters. Here's her phone number. You you should call. It. You should call her right now. Tell her I told you. Or she messed with it like he wanted us to crank call fucking Barbara Walters. Yeah, like, I still have that Matt. woman would call a hit out on us. Like, well, no she way. would probably
1: call the police, right? You know, or yeah, at the very least, something would be some some somebody would be alerted to your presence. Yeah, and I don't I don't want to get on that list. I'm not. I'm not yeah, sure. he's got a um. Yeah, I got Matt Pinfield's phone number. It looks like he's got a New York phone number. That makes sense. Two um, one two. No, oh. I don't want to give. Well, I'm just. I'm just. No There's a whole Seinfeld thing about 212 about which area Because Elaine
0: lost her phone or She had a new thing And her prefix was off
1: Right Because she had the wrong so, one Yeah so Well because they,
0: they changed it And so then If it was not 212 For Manhattan Then yep. They thought that you were too far away So she's like trying to get a date With this guy Who's like Oh this oh, prefix is not Manhattan six, four, like, I'm not trying something. to date a yeah. girl in Queens Like get the fuck out of here
1: <laughs> She's like No no it's Manhattan
0: It's Manhattan I
1: swear Um but all that to say, John Favreau was gracious and awesome. He was. He, was he had a super good time. Sweet. Yeah,
0: he had like a little speech for the bride and groom and the family and everything. And
1: it was yeah. He was. Were you in the room when he gave the speech?
0: Well, no, I was in the other room, but I could okay.
1: hear it. Yeah, it, was, it was very nice. So everything. you didn't actually serve him. He didn't get dinner. I well, mean, no,
0: because well, it was a it's a it's a prefix pre- got it, thing. Got it. So, but yeah. I I've set many plates in front of him. <laughs> what do you smell like? I didn't smell I did not sniff him
1: <laughs> but everyone everyone smelled pretty good so you know. yeah it's true they usually do when they're getting ready for a wedding yeah um, everyone was really
0: well behaved and nice And he didn't drink very much he drank he, he drank like a, an appropriate amount like he tasted it with the food like he mm-hmm. seemed more interested in like the food and the pairing like he was kind of into it so like he would have the taste with the food and then Mm -hmm. go on to the next one right yeah he did he wasn't like finishing his glass like because most people especially at weddings are like yo more more you know they're always pushing the glass and he was i was like would you like some more cab he's like no no i'm I'm okay like Hmm. yeah he was
1: i'm trying to think if there were there other famous people um i saw ed norton (laughs) <laughs> that motherfucker is tall is he i thought he was small no ed norton is like i feel like
0: he he was walking i didn't like up close see him mm-hmm. he was i was in the lobby bar and he was walking he like came in the front doors and was going directly up that ramp right there so or the stairs that lead to the ramp so he was all the way on the other side and it looked like he was going to hit his head on one of the sconces like that's how tall he was where was this at the fairmont okay sorry was that not clear
1: no, I was just—I was trying to picture him, and I—I yeah, like you tuned looking, you out for half a second to picture him. You know,
0: yeah. like if you're looking at like the the, the women's restroom, mm-hmm. like right there, because yeah. like, you can see through the corridor yeah. from the from the bar to the front desk, and that he like walked right through that field of vision, and he looked like his head was almost gonna hit mm. the
1: the wall sconce, which mm. I feel like those things are like seven feet up. Like he's he's a tall guy. Who was the um, who's the Asian actor who was on Dexter? Oh uh yeah not yo yao. uh um
0: what was the the character's name was Masuka. All right. And it was uh fuck what was that guy's name? Yeah, cuz he was a regular of ours at the at the at the Balmar.
1: Um the actor's name Oh yes, CS Lee is the C.S. actor's Lee, name. Yeah. So
0: I named a drink after him then. Well, I call we call it the Dark Passenger. But it was remember? Yes, yes. It was, like the it was pineapple. It uh, had like the it was like a pineapple kind of thing rum dark rum, dark rum, right? Because the was dark. Is some passenger. sort of other either? And we do We
1: did drips of pachodes across the top, so it looked like, like blood. <laughs> so he came in. and He used to drink a of tequila with his friends. He'd come mm. in with a group of people, like not a group, like three yeah. people, three or four people, and they yeah. would do shots CSD. of Patron. Yeah. Um. I mean, there was. Ben Shepherd from Soundgarden. Yeah. Who was yeah. around a lot. Yeah. He well I, I saw I, him quite a bit. Did he die? I don't know. I hope
0: not. I feel like somebody no. told me that he died. But I mean I'm not in contact with him, but mm. I feel like he and I were almost friends. We we're more like acquaintances, but right. we both sh- drank chartreuse. Right. That one And, and so like I met him. It was just some guy that I I recognized him from the neighborhood, and he was Not like wearing from, a pea coat, right? And yep. he was and he was drinking Chartreuse, and I was drinking Chartreuse. I think it was my night off at the and I was at the Balmar. and so I was like, "Oh, you drink Chartreuse?" So then, is, you know, we ended up going over to the uh, Hazelwood, Hazelwood, and drinking more. And then somebody, I think you, the next day was like. Do you know who you were hanging out with? And I was like, <laughs> that's, "Oh, Ben? Yeah, no. Yeah, he's fucking, great. he's yeah. a cool guy." Like, whatever. You're like, "Yeah, he's like he were he's, he's like, a bass player
1: for Soundgarden." For Soundgarden. Yes, yeah. he was. Yeah.
0: And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And but you know, I don't retain information very well, like especially names, mm-hmm. like specific like names and bands' names, especially also. And so like the next time I saw him, I was at the Hazelwood and he's talking to a couple of girls and I roll I was like, "Oh, I saw him." I was like, "Oh, hey, Ben." And he's like, "Hey, Walter." And so I got a couple of chartreuse I come over and I gave him one. He's like, oh, hey, thanks, man. I was like, cool, yeah, no no worries. And uh, and the, he's talking to these girls and I hit him on the shoulder. I was like, you you ladies, you know who this is? This is, this is Ben Shepard. He, he's like the main guy for Queensryche. Oh. <laughs> like, I don't know. Did you get in trouble with and, him? Well, he just looked at me. He's like, what the fuck? And I was like, I don't know, man. It's Queensryche, right? He's like, Ugh. he just kind of rolled his eyes. <laughs> and then we drank and, I don't know, he didn't really care, but.
1: Okay, let's go. He
0: corrected me later. I think he's like, yeah, it's it's fucking Soundgarden. I was like, oh, right, right. right. There's a difference.
1: So I did not have as congenial a relationship with Ben Shepard. <laughs> um, So he drank at the bar, and I would drink at his bar. He was part owner. Maybe he still is part owner of, of Hazelwood. And so I knew the other guy, the owner. I knew the other two, but I was closer with Keith. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but... Ben would often, and also this. I worked at a bar downtown called the Rendezvous in Seattle, right. and Ben Before was often Keith. there. And then met Keith. All that. So all this happened basically because that's like a block away from the Crocodile, which is mm-hmm. where all those grunge people got their got when their start. start. Yeah, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, blah blah blah. For sure, super cool, right? Grunge I mean, scene,
0: Ground Zero. We
1: were there at like 2004, so we missed it by ten years, but still, yeah. More. There was
0: aftermath. There was there was lots there was of stuff. fallout.
1: Yes, um, but. One night in particular, I went with Ben and his girlfriend, who was this very nice young lady. I can't remember her name. She was always very nice to me. And there's a little, that little loft, that tiny little loft at the top of Hazelwood. Mm Mm-hmm. So we're up there and we're drinking. We can see Hazelwood. You can his... see the little peephole. If anybody's listening in Seattle, go check out the peephole in Hazelwood. I don't want to say anything more. You should just okay. go check it out. Okay. Don't ruin the yeah. Surprise. Don't ruin the surprise. It's a cool little um, peephole. Though. It's a cool little peephole. Um, and we were sitting there and we're just having a good time and we're drinking and it's like the, the bar is closed. We're the only ones there. Like he let us in with the key. When we're when you're a bartender, like this is how the world is. Yes. Like, <laughs> you just drink after hours you're just in weird dark places. Yeah. With rock stars, apparently. Yeah. And so he didn't want to get up and there was a dance party happening, right? And there might have been one other person there, but I don't remember. And so his girlfriend wanted to dance. And so I kind of just got up and started dancing. Not like, I didn't take her in my arms. It was Mm -hmm. not a slow dance. You're just just kind of doing the Carlton. As I remember it. Now again, this was 15 years ago and anything could have happened. I mean... I love you, but I wouldn't. I would never throw the word "smooth" at
0: you <laughs> like, to describe you. So, I'm, fair enough. I really don't feel like you were threatening, right? In I didn't anyway. Like I didn't think
1: so. I wouldn't be worried, but so. But you I, are a dude. I made my way home whenever the next day or two, and I was the the young lady that I was seeing at the time. So this was two thousand and six because mm-hmm. I was. That was with Stephanie. So you're, okay. So I remember that. Yeah. Okay. So it's had oh, to wait, have been two thousand six. So she we're walking funny. down the street um on Ballard and Market. Market and Market and Ballard. Did right? he egg you? He didn't egg me. <laughs> he drove by. But I remember him coming up to me and he's a very tall man. Yeah. He's like six five. He's very big. He wears talking a black trench Shepard's coat. Too? Yes. Okay. I'm still talking about Ben Shepard, and he's got that he looks he's like fucking Darth Vader. You know. It's a
0: peacoat. It wasn't right. a trench coat. Or a yeah. coat.
1: Um, And he's like, don't you ever fucking dance with my girl again like that. That was out of line. That was Whoa. fucking not cool. I don't think he directly threatened me, but there were some strong words had. Sure. Wow. Then it was like afternoons and I just said, Ben, I'm terribly sorry. Like if yeah. I was untoward in any way. He's like, just don't fucking do that. And he was very upset. And I... That was kind of, I think, you know, we probably made up after that or, you know, because we were always well, around. You were still his
0: bartender, too. Like, you yes. still had to come to the Balmar and get a <laughs> He would drink. Get the
1: char- chartreuse, right? Yeah. So, um, but I just them. remember this intense moment of, like, Man, saying. Man, that's too bad. I'm sorry. I never well, knew about that. I mean, I don't know. Fuck you, Ben. <laughs> Fuck. See off my boy. So, I don't know. <laughs> I got your back, Johnny. Thank you. I appreciate that. Kind i kind of bitch. Like I said, it was 20 years ago almost <laughs> yeah. it was like 26 years ago no it was like 16 years ago yeah so i'm not like too broken up about it and i'm yeah. sure i wish ben well and i hope he's doing all right and you know yeah he's a hell of a guy yeah, yeah. um but uh i always enjoyed who guy. who else who are there any other famous um famous people i met bill Nye the science guy oh yeah that's right on the did on i the tell street. the story you or... have told the story but please go ahead yeah, do it again. Mm-hmm.
0: So so I was walking at to school around school when I was back in culinary school. I was like 17, 18 years old and I so was walking down the street and I see this gorgeous woman at the and I'm like she comes around the corner and you know as you know it's kind of weird, but as a guy like you see this gorgeous woman in this dress, and you're like mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm on the right side of the street, you know? Like I get <laughs> to walk past her. Like I might get to smell her perfume. I don't speak to people like that, but you know, like a cat calling or any of like that. But I'm mm-hmm. just like, cool. Like, I'm not across the street seeing, so like, right. I'm going to walk right past this girl. But right along with her, coming around the corner, is this guy. And I can see from at the end of the block, he's got this giant polka dot bow tie. And it's little jackets. Otherwise, he's, you know, curly hair. I'm just like, well, that's dope. I got to you know, this guy's got, he's this. Crazy goofy bow tie, and he's with this girl. Like that's that's something else. And we get closer and closer and closer. And I realize, oh my god, it's fucking Bill Nye. And I'm you know a big fan of science, the sciences, and Bill Nye. And and again, celebrity, I recognize they have they should have their own time. So I wasn't gonna say anything. I'm just like, and we get closer and closer, and we pass each other. I'm like, oh, I can't I can't let this moment go. like I may never see him again. I know he was based out of Seattle, so I but I, you know but I just pulled out one of my textbooks and it was like a it was a food lover's guide, I think. And I ran up and I was like, Mr. Nye, I'm so sorry to bother you. I can see you're on a date, but can I have your autograph? And he was just like, Ugh. he was <laughs> so bothered. Like he was like so annoyed <laughs> by my presence. And like all I had was this culinary textbook. I'm like, I'm just a huge fan of yours. And he's, he wrote, he just kind of scribbled and it looked like Snooze Og. <laughs> But apparently I think it I Feel like I transliterated. It. I think it says "science rules." I think that's what he was kind of going for, right. but just in really sloppy right. shorthand. Bill Nye, so he signed <laughs> it for me, which is really nice of him. But yeah, yeah, his girlfriend, maybe his wife, whoever he was with at the time, was gorgeous. I don't know. Maybe it was a. Maybe he was cheating on his wife. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe that's why he didn't want to, like, you know, be seen or Well, I think
1: if you're a celebrity and you're cheating on your wife, that you should not be in public like that. Or just walking
0: up the street. No. Yeah, get out of a limo. Yeah. yeah. Get in a cab. Get in a cab. Meet somewhere. Yeah. Secluded privately. Wherever she was, she was a knockout. And
1: he was a hero of mine. It was a total dick. So. Yeah. I remember being disenchanted when I met Ween for the first time. You met Ween. Yeah.
0: I met Garbage. <laughs> you remember that night? Yes. Then no. I snuck
1: behind. Oh. It
0: was one of those concerts. It was like Sasquatch or something. It was mm-hmm. a, the big guy.
1: Fuck, what was his name? Mark? Like Bumbershoot? I don't was know. Was it Bumbershoot? Guy. I don't know. Big it was guy.
0: A, well, the the guy who was a next door neighbor made Absinthe.
1: Big Dave.
0: Dave. Big Dave. And Jen. Yes. Yes. And we were hanging out with him and Danny. Yes. And we smoked a bunch of weed, and I got so cross faded. I was like, I need to go for a walk. I I was like, he kept rolling more joints or something. He's like, Do you want to hit this? I'm like, No, dude. Like, I can't. I'm gonna go find Mm -hmm. Danny. Is what I told him. And I went down onto the main like soccer field, Mm -hmm. and Garbage was playing, and I saw these these high school girls or whatever were trying to get. They were had the bouncer's attention, like they're the, the the way to get backstage, and they were all talking to him. And I had he had a a umbrella leaning up against the thing next to him that said security on it Mm -hmm. and i just walked behind him and grabbed the umbrella and kept walking (laughs) and i walked backstage and i come around the corner there's like a tent filled with charcuterie and cheese and like all these things and like iced tea Mm -hmm. and beverages so i just picked up a plate and filled it with cheese and meats and i have my little security umbrella like on my shoulder and i look over and i see danny Danny found his yeah, way back there, too. He got there? Yeah, security was shit. So <laughs> we were just like hanging out. And I'm like, Danny, what are you doing? He's like, he's like so more fucked up than I am. I think he was drunk. He's like, Walter, how are you doing? Like, he's like, got a, he's got a sandwich. He'd like, made himself a sandwich out of the bread things. I remember this now. And now. so I was like, oh my God. And then uh, he's like, no, 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 well, let's go find John. And he wanted to like leave the backstage area and come back. I was like, dude, if we leave, we're not coming back. Like, they're going to check. He's like, no, 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 it's fine. I'm like, we're no, dude. Gonna... Back. So I, lo- I watched him go. I was like, I'll be right behind you. And so I decided I took a hard left and to like walk up to the stage. And Garbage had just finished their set and they were coming off. And I was like, nice work, guys. Like I had a little of cheese. Like, you want some cheese? Like, that was really great. And like, they all, as they came <laughs> off the stage, I was like high fiving them and like offering them cheese. That's awesome. And then I, and I was did like, they take I, any cheese? Nobody no. accepted any food no. off my <laughs> plate, no. <laughs> and then I left. I walked out behind. I was like, I gotta go find Danny and make sure he's not, I don't know, in trouble. Right, like, right. I yeah, don't know if, where I was at to, this yeah, point. I don't know where you were at all. What
1: concert I was watching, or because I, I was because yeah. they would have like concerts no, F- going. Yeah, because yeah, that's downtown somewhere else. Yeah, right? Sasquatch is like Portland or something. Oh, okay.
0: So yeah, this was that one at the soccer field there.
1: Yeah. Well, it's the by the, the experienced music project. Yes, or whatever. downtown. Yeah. Which also before it was the EMP experience music project it was polyesters right that bar that gay bar gay dance bar well or I I mean, mean, maybe there's there. something
0: there because they built the emp like they that was a cons- oh, it was a ground up kind of thing yeah well it's it's vomit it looks like have you seen the yeah, building it's terrible. No, they built that special for the experience the music project it looks like shit and i only remember it's architecturally horrifying <laughs> it's like crumpled up they crumpled up a piece of Tin foil, tin foil, and then a piece of trash like old uh, uh, Jack in the Box, and somehow like mashed the two together, and then threw them down, and like oh I can't really tell where the tin foil begins to uh, the yeah, yeah. spray painted I don't know it's it's grotesque which is
1: too bad because like the inside of the museum music museum sounds like a cool idea rock and roll museum it, it's it's a cool idea the science the underneath is the science fiction museum mm-hmm. it sucks it's <laughs> so hard. I just remember us going to see that they might be giants concert. That was dope. That was awesome. Getting we bought t shirts, and then I stood your sh- I you got on your my shoulders. shoulders to see the to see the, the the concert. And then I remember, for some reason, <laughs> leaving.
0: Oh, that's right. We were invited to the upstairs after our champagne thing. We didn't go. But they why were... didn't we go? Why wouldn't we have gone to an after hour champagne? I don't know. I can't remember. Did I, did I make a leave? I, I feel like you were like, no. I was like, yeah, somebody was like, oh, they're having champagne upstairs if you guys want like, to go. I don't think let's go. I might have been too fucked up. And you were like, no, like, let's just go. I think, I think you were trying to keep me
1: alive. Or Is that what it was? I, think, I, I don't yeah. think I would have said no to that. But I think you were just babysitting that point. So yes, this makes that makes some sense because we went across the street to the Well bar because what happened was no we didn't, we didn't we didn't they wouldn't get, let you in. The well station. they wouldn't so what happened was I thought I had stepped in some mud on the bottom of my shoe, and I went to go wipe it off with my hand, my bare uh, hand, and you're like, what? And I'm like, oh no, it's dog shit, it's all over my hand. And you're like, what are you doing? You can't just wipe off the bottom of your shoe with your bare hand, that's insane. That is insane. And Why so I was like, that? I'll just go across the street and use the bathroom, I'm like, excuse me, can I wash my hand? I just yeah. want to use the bathroom to wash my hands, I got dog shit on my hands. And it was a fucking asshole nightclub with the 60s theme. Polyesters. Polyesters. Polyesters was across mm-hmm. the street. Yes.
0: Yeah. And they, had a, they were a buyout for a
1: wedding or something that's what it was it was the 60s like, and they're yeah. like
0: no you can't come in and you're like what I got shit on my hands or something <laughs> and they're
1: probably like yeah even more no no. I, I hope like, you get <laughs> shit on your hands someday yes. so you're <laughs> shouting at them
0: yeah. yes
1: um, and so in retrospect they did the right thing because I would not have let somebody with shit on their hands into the into the restaurant or into a nightclub. Yeah, no, you smell like shit. <laughs> no, you're you gonna touch eight things on the way in. No, you're gonna you lean can't... on the wall. You're gonna touch somebody's door shoulder. handle. There's yeah, gonna be there's literally faucet no, knobs. No, nothing in the world that you. There's no reason you should be inside. So I would never. Thing. Yeah, I would never let them in. So i mean they got your shitty hands. <laughs> Maybe don't touch the bottom of your shoe if you suspect that you've stepped in something. Right. So I think that you know. Um, now that I think about it again and we say this again that they did the right thing and that I had you to were on your own I had to get on the bus on the city bus with shit on my hands. is that
0: what we ended up doing?
1: well that's how we got well, home could, that's how well, we got around But well, you
0: lived right, like four blocks away in in Ball Ball Bal- Nickerson? I don't know no no because you lived in uh, Belltown? Belltown at that did time. I at the time? <laughs> I think so
1: I think we I just, don't know I feel like we just walked over there might have just walked home with shit on my hands yeah um I once, uh, I once saw Liz Fair working the door at the rendezvous Do you know who she is Mm-mm. indie rock um, goddess, basically from the '90s. I was a very big fan. Liz um, Fair. She's got a great Wait, song like called HWC, which Liz- stands for uh, Hot White Cum. Liz Fair. she sings about wanting your hot white cum. <laughs> nice. <What's- laughs> she's got lots of great songs. Liz Fair. That's a that's a that's a festival of uh, female artists. Okay. Has nothing to do with her. No. She might have been part of the Lilith Fair Oh, because Lilith, was... okay, that makes sense. Lilith is like the devil's wife or something. She's like. I don't know exactly why it's called Lilith Fair. Lilith, a like like of a little bit of a little bit like a
0: little bit of the little bit of the little or of devil's wife or of a like that. She's.
1: I don't Lilith concubine. I don't know. Google Lilith.
0: <laughs> In of Bible, she's like, um, she's some kind
1: of Her and her of came up. And they just wanted to buy cigarettes at the rendezvous and I was the door guy. And, I mean, I took my job seriously. I had to because, like... We did. I we can't... Back if, I, if I let somebody through the cracks and something goes wrong, the first person they're going to talk to is me. Yeah. Why are they in here? What Why happened? are they in here? They are in here with no Yeah. What ID. did you do?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that's your first line of defense, Correct. right? You yeah. stop most of the problems at the door. Yeah. So show up and I recognize her right away and I'm like, oh my God, it's fucking Liz Fair. And I probably could have let her in. And I just said, excuse me, may I see your IDs? Ladies are like, we just want to... Um. You like you knew who she was? Well, I didn't know her friend. That's fair. But you could say, like, I need to see your ID.
0: Lil... Liz. Liz, you're cool. You're a regular. You're <laughs> like, I walk past people lines and, you know, yeah. people are like, hey, Walter, you're cool. Go I think I was there. still new
1: to it. And I yeah. wasn't
0: sure. And I didn't want to, like... I mean, at the Balmar, when I was working the door, I carded old people with walkers. Yeah. Like, they come wow. up, and I'm like, ID, and they're like, I don't have ID, I'm clearly 90. I'm like, yeah, well, again, a reason you can't come in. Like, <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't like you can't be old and in here, but, like, you have to have ID because if you have, you're on medications, you're not supposed to be around you alcohol, or if you just are. got out of jail, you're not supposed to be in a bar, right. if you're in violation of whatever. Like, if the police come in here, and they find out that you're in here, and they're like, who is this person, why are they in, because... I don't, in Washington state, bars are controlled environments. Like, you can't have mm-hmm. just anybody in there. You can't have children. Right. You can't have people like prisoners, like ex convicts. You, you can't know. have weapons. You can't have.
1: Yeah. There's a lot no, of reasons. She didn't why want to you give you me to her ID or she didn't have it. And so her friend just went and got a pack of cigarettes and left. They weren't looking to hang out anyway. Yeah. But like, I also was not very, as you said, smooth. Yeah. Well, you didn't, <laughs> yeah, so you didn't. I didn't, you didn't, I didn't score any points with Liz, huh? No, I did not. I, 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 I wonder if I should tweet at her if she would even remember that. That's not something anybody remembers. Twenty years ago, she tried to get a pack of cigarettes at a bar
0: <laughs> like, in some random town. No, I don't. I don't think it's all on her give a shit list. No. Or um, Stephenson calls her give a shit book. Like, yeah, not, I don't it's think not, it's
1: in her give a shit book. No. Um, uh, I mean, I'd like to say I'm sorry. But I don't.
0: If you're out there, if you're out there, <laughs> Liz Fair. Um, but I mean, whoever I, you I, are, I follow her on John's Twitter. really sorry yeah. didn't let you in. Remember when he was a 21 year old punk yeah. or 22 year old? I was agree? 28. It was oh 20... 28. You were 28. Yeah, I was a little bit older. Yeah. So I was drawing buildings. I was on the other side mm-hmm.
1: of town. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was cool. There was like some other rock and roll stuff. I mean, I went to high school with the drummer of the Killers. That's right. Yeah, um, and, and they went all straight edge, did they? Uh, some of them did. Remember, like um, we had a sneak Ryan party, fucking. Are we not supposed to speak of that? I anymore? don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't. We don't need to. We don't need to discuss any personal things. I can. I can speak okay. of my experience. That was a long time ago. Right. I understand, but I also I have connect. I have relationships with these people. I understand. So I will speak of my experiences, okay. but um, you know, I drank backstage at their at their key right. arena events like when you know they would be on stage mm-hmm. and it was more cool to me to be in the the green room green room yeah no for sure with ryan you know
0: yeah um i mean i, I didn't go to key arena but like at Numos and like other you know smaller places
1: so i'll tell you the very first the very first tour they are not a popular band they are they nobody knows who the fuck they are they are driving from las vegas up california and doing this tiny little tour in this van um, this is 2004, probably. The Killers. Ryan is right doing the books by hand in notebooks, taking, mm-hmm. keeping track of monies and dates and all this stuff in notebooks. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I'm like, you guys, my friend Ryan, this was all about my friend Ryan. My friend mm-hmm. Ryan is with this band that's touring. Mm-hmm. my friend Ryan I think we could get enough people cause like we want it to be a good show so I'm like telling all my friends I'm like we need to get packed this place cause nobody knows who these people are like mm-hmm. I'm doing the best that I can right. to make sure this little band you're has promoting a, right I'm doing my best to promote so I don't know if you were there um, what
0: bar what venue uh,
1: this was at the Crocodile
0: definitely was there
1: so Crocodile you and Danny and any neighbor who would show up and any friend that I had and any person that I worked with um Opie was there Mm -hmm. and he's, he becomes very important in this story very quickly. Um, The crocodile. (laughs) I fucking hate that guy. (laughs) Um, The listening, Opie, You can go fucking hell. (laughs) It's a very small place. There's not a lot of room. There's the little tiny green room, which is basically like a hall closet where they give you a bowl of chips. At least they did then. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's different now, but it's not much. So um, the, the show hasn't started yet. And so Opie and I, I think I have a bottle of whiskey or he has a bottle of whiskey or we're sharing a bottle of whiskey mm-hmm. because we're too broke to actually buy drinks. But I think we have like a Bud Light or something. Sure. So we go into the stall together in the men's room <laughs> to drink whiskey to, because that's not um, suspicious. Yeah. Right. Two <laughs> pairs of shoes in a stall. You assume <laughs> cocaine. You don't. Right. You assume cocaine, right. sex. If you're a bouncer, you're like, right. ah,
0: they're just doing some blow. I'll leave them alone. If you thought they were drinking, you'd be like, get the fuck out of here.
1: Mm-hmm. Give me your bottle and get out. Because we sell... Well, either those. way, I mean, I don't know what they, what they want or what they don't want. Whatever. Right. Okay. I'm just who saying. knows? As a bouncer, you... Right. Just, you know, don't be a bother. But yeah, drinking outside. Alcohol is a real big... It's is a, probably yeah. a bigger problem than anything else. It's a huge no-no. Because you get somebody who can black out and cause wreak havoc. So, we open the stall door after we've taken our poles off the whiskey. And the guys are there. It's him and his two his two bouncers. Like it's the main dude and the two two other guys. And he's like, "Where's the booze? Give it to me." Because obviously he's been listening to us. Bust. He knows what's been going yeah, on. You've
0: been you're in there giggling. Yeah, we're giggling. We're doing shots. We're like whiskey, Jim Beam.
1: <laughs> like they're he's been listening to the whole fucking thing. Uh-huh. Remind you, I've gotten all my friends to come to the show, and it hasn't started yet. And um. He goes, give me the booze. He's like, there's no. Oh, he's like, there's no booze. He's like, yeah, there's it. Yeah, there either is. He's like, no, we were just making out, man. Like that was his. <laughs> that was his brilliant, like, last ditch effort. Not maybe not brilliant, but yeah. he's just like Doesn't anything. Sound like making out? Yeah, but, but like, whatever. No, bullshit. Give it to me. And I think he gave him the whiskey. And he's like, now get the fuck out of here. And I was like, no. Like my friend, he, like he didn't give a shit. No. Get the fuck out of here. And Opie's like, can I at least finish my beer? And he starts to like try to chug it, and the guy rips it out of his hands <laughs> and shoves us out the side door. Yeah. And I never saw that first show. Ah. I saw that many times after, but it was really disappointing. Maybe I got I a t-shirt. I was blackout by then anyway. Yes. I, I mean, I don't know. Those <laughs> nights, I never... <clears throat> Remember where I ended up. <laughs> but I remember that she, because... Underneath your Murphy bed or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was a trundle bed. Tr- was a, the rollout was a trundle, right? Right. Murphy, the Murphy's flat pulls okay. down. Yeah. Um, is that a difficult thing when you're drawing buildings? Murphy beds? Did you ever come across Murphy beds or trundle
0: beds? I've drawn them. Yeah, no. It's not hard. It's like any other line on a piece of paper. What are you asking me? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's just, just it's hard it's to draw. It's like a whole piece of... What's well, difficult to draw is Infrastructure. shit like that Because um, what I'm pointing at... You have, What are you
1: pointing at? I'm pointing at this.
0: So you have an opening here, right? Mm-hmm. Between and two rooms. It's got an archway. Yeah. And the archway has multiple layers. Yeah. Levels. So to convey, like, so you see the soffit that kind of buffs out around mm-hmm. the strut. So you see how it. This is load bearing, kind of coming across, right? Yeah. But then it sets out like it's about four inches deep, and it comes out there. But then it drops down about four inches down or four feet down. And it bumps out another two inches, and that wraps around both sides. So because you're looking at when you're drawing buildings, it's a two-dimensional look right. down. Or a reflected ceiling plan is like you basically reverse it and you're looking up, right? Mm-hmm. So everything's kind of backwards because you're looking up at it. But both ways, they become dashed lines, right? Because So this is a soffit coming out supporting this, right? And then dashed line is it's a little bit below that. But now if there's something two two feet over, there's another set of dashed lines. So maybe you make them a little bit more dashed, right? So, so if it came out <laughs> again, there would be like, oh, so now it's going to be dotted lines. Like you or have triple to Triple dash ma- or whatever, right. and, yeah. And so, well, in AutoCAD, like there's these things called line weights. Mm-hmm. So like if it's exterior, it's a heavier line. weight. It's like an orange. Uh, but in AutoCAD, it's like a thick line, right? And then when it hits a window... It's like a gray and then purple, and it kind of comes in a little bit to show that there's a window there. And these are recognized symbols, so that anybody trained in AutoCAD, there's like there's standards. And this is the part of the podcast gets gets super <laughs> tedious and boring. Right. Um, the technicalities of drawing a, a house like this, you have to show this slope is coming down, right? And so there's like going to be a little arrow, and then you're going to write uh, the gradient, the uh, the every for every foot it drops a number of degrees, inches. Or, so it's yeah. like so it's twelve by seven or 12 by three or whatever, and that's going to tell you the pitch, right? The interior right. slope of this little roof right here. And then there's a skylight or not a skylight or a regular light or light fixtures, you know, the fire extinguisher, the, you know, the fire alarm.
1: So because the trundle and the and the Murphy bed are just flat lines, they're not a big deal.
0: Well, they're, because they're inside the wall, so like basically you'd see stairs going up and it'd just be a dash, it would just be a dashed line and what I would do is draw a section. I'd right. draw a thick line through it with another symbol saying... Look at this other page for what this is, and then got it. There'd be like a, a sectional of got of what's going on for the Trundle. Yeah, but yeah. So super not complex. As complex as that piece of shit corner, <laughs> like that corner right there would be it's a nightmare. That would be like six hours of my life trying to <laughs> trying to explain it because it has to be in a information in a vacuum. Somebody that I've never met has to look at this and be like, I understand.
1: Someone you will never meet, maybe. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're gonna have to look at the elevations of that wall. And then these other things, and look back and forth, and be like, oh, okay, I think I understand what he wants me to build. Mm. And then they'll build it wrong, and the owner will be like, "What the fuck did you build?" And I'll be like, "Well, it says, you know, four inch soffit, and then drop down, and like I, right. I use my languages as clearly cl- as, yeah. and specifically
1: as I can." But so um, I know you have to go. I do soon, but um, we here. were going to talk about the doorbell and the coffee pot. Perhaps, but oh, okay. How do easy? You think, well, easy versus do you need complex? another doorbell to see my doorbell?
0: No, I mean, I just need to open up that doorbell mechanism and see what part is failing. I have this little thing; it's like a sur. It's like it tests where so um, which circuits are functioning. And like if you put it on this end of this can and this end of this can, it'll go 100 because the the passage of electricity is going, going all through. the way through. But so you just do that on different diodes and things inside of a failing mechanism like that and it'll be like, Oh, this is where it's failing and then you pull that piece out and you try and find a replacement for it. Either you go to Radio Shack, which doesn't exist anymore, or you go to another piece of equipment. So you can go to like a secondhand store and buy a radio or whatever and you find a, find another transistor or you know, thing that mm-hmm. looks like that, and you pull that one out and you solder the new one in and then i mean that's how i fixed the espresso machine my my boss the architectural firm was like we're throwing this espresso machine out i'm like really maybe i could fix it so i took it home and then i had an espresso machine because all it was, was one little diode that wasn't telling the thing how to get hot enough or whatever it Did was you like
1: having espresso machine at home
0: loved it because i don't have to brew a whole pot i just do mm. like a little americana just pull a shot of espresso through this little thing and then i fill it up with hot water and yeah, one cup of coffee as a single guy living alone It's I guess if
1: convenient. you're not steaming milk it's fine right I didn't even know how
0: until very recently <laughs> you tried to show me several times and I don't know why I was so it still feels like a gamble every time I try
1: I think because I had to do it for a job six hours a day seven yeah. hours a day you learn very quickly what works and what doesn't yeah. and when you fail for like six hours straight and then you eventually get it you're like oh I see now
0: it's a matter of nanometers between and then, the surface right. of the steam so for me TV to show like,
1: you three times is yeah. nothing and it's I still not, couldn't do it yeah and you're like it's not working the so way so where it. I
0: work now like I make a lot of them for the mostly just for the staff
1: but right in the morning I mean I could show you again not I mean I guess I couldn't because I don't work there but um, so it's like riding a bike you just jump in there and make an espresso yeah you think I think still do it yeah I could steam some yeah. milk yeah I could do it by hand I could tell you when it was 165 degrees probably wow i like my like one uh 212 oh, no wait that's boiling <laughs> you no, no. can't drink it is boiling. no 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 what is it one
0: oh no it was one damn it somebody
1: 165 is the warm temp on your oven
0: that's the somebody at a coffee shop once told me i was like i like it a little bit cooler so i can drink it fast and she's like oh order it like this 180 oh speaking of which we have to go to Tyco's
1: wedding We do need to talk about this, probably not here. Yeah, no, Um, we're not going
0: to talk about, like, no, as soon as we turn off the mic, I'm just saying, we, I just got a text, like,
1: but, yeah,
0: we'll we'll talk talk about this here in a minute. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. I think she was the one who was like,
1: telling me like, oh, order at like 112 or 115 or 165 or what? Well, 165 is fine, because that's right when, that's kind of about the time where you can touch your hand to it. And it hurts to keep it there for too okay, long. And that's how you know it's hot. Maybe
0: 145. Maybe 145, yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, 145, 145. That's how I like my coffee. Because I like to ready drink to it eat.
1: fast. Ready to drink. What? Ready to drink. Ready to drink, yes. Not ready to eat. No. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Somebody was impressed that I pulled coffee. And I was like, well, you know, I mean, it's... 18 to 24 seconds, right? Something like that. I mean, I guess it's a, it's a, it's a good skill to have. I don't think it's like cooking or anything it's one of those things that's i think it's easy to learn and it's harder to master kind of thing i think that a lot of people could do it but Mm -hmm. um but it's also i don't think people want to learn it's like pouring a beer it's like working with people who have never bartended and they're you know like you have a tap that everybody uses because it's just it's just the tap that lives where it lives and you say, hey, you don't have to scoop the foam out with the spoon. You don't have to f- fill it up halfway, scoop the... Like, if you just tilt it this way and if you pour this and, mm-hmm. and nobody will listen to me. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, here's the easiest way to do this without all of this business. Right. And there are some taps that are just foamy. Well, there's that too. Assholes, assholes. But yeah. But yeah.
0: <clears throat> no, because there's no money in pulling coffee. Well, and that's it's, like the other it's thing. It's such a skilled art to do it well. Mm-hmm. And it's such a shitty tip. Like, yeah.
1: where's that that bell curve of like... Roman Coke? Yeah. You made me a Roman Coke,
0: here's a dollar. You poured me a beer, I'm not going to tip you at all. Oh, you made me a <sighs> coffee, I'm going to tip you 50 cents. Yeah. Like, that's so fucked up. Like,
1: It I'm really like, is. Um, But yeah, I think more. part of it is that you're seeing people first thing in the morning. And they're cranky and they haven't had their coffee yet when you're seeing somebody at the end of the day and you're pouring them making them a martini they are so excited. Oh, so excited they're oh, so excited to see, to see it, you right so like yeah. that's the difference so I think that's part of it but yeah it's a really un, unjust um, unjust system it's an un well I mean I'm glad that Starbucks has started to unionize around this country that's exciting that is great good go unions <clears throat> everyone should have a union don't let anybody's uh, workplace hear that but uh, we'll talk about (laughs) we'll do the union organization off the mic too Um, (laughs) or tune in next week tune in next week to find out if anybody has a job or if we're Mm. unionized Mm. unionized or immunized or Mm. immunized get unionized and immunized please all of the above it's John thank you for listening to gluten is not your problem send your ideas comments and questions to gluten is not your problem at gmail.com